0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Tuesday Night Podcast Club. As always, I'm your host Jess and this week I'm going to be discussing the Sounds Like a Cult cool Podcast with Isaac and Amanda. Let's do it. Sounds Like a Cult is actually one of my new favourites, guys. I'm not even just saying that. Like, I actually love it. I've binge listened to every episode and love it. So, it's from America, and our hosts are comedian Isa Medina and best selling author Amanda Montell. They're both so funny and they're obsessed with cult culture. Every week, they look into a different cult like following and decide okay, it sounds like a cult, but is it a cult? There's been episodes so far on Elon Musk, fast fashion, theatre kids, MLMs, just to name a few. And in every episode, they have comments from listeners all around the world via voice note on that topic and why they think it is a cult. They usually also have a special guest with like expert knowledge in the topic that's being discussed. And then finally, at the end, they decide whether this cult is go ahead and live your life, be in the cult if you want. Just watch your back or get the fuck out. You're in a cult. So let's get to this week's episode, which is on the TikTok cult. I'd never heard of this one, but it's crazy. Right, everyone, just shut up, because what the fuck is going on? This is a cult involving TikTok. Now I'm clinging to my youth as we speak, so I scroll endlessly through TikTok every night watching people dance or prank the families but I had no idea what was going on with the stars that are signed to 7M films. So our hosts usually discuss cult follow topics more often than actual cults but this one is actually sounding very nexium, and I'm very uncomfortable with it. I am going to try my best to summarise this as well as I can but it's a wild journey so strap in. First of all, I love the cult stories, not like the cults themselves, obviously the world's wild enough, we could do without them and also I'm very scared of these rich powerful groups coming for me so that being said, Scientology, Nexium, Heaven's Gate, Jonestown, you name it, I'll have a lengthy gap about it with you but I think we're all very guilty of thinking that we'd never fall into that trap in reality and pff, as this sounds like a called podcast shows, cults come in so many forms. Now with cult followings and social media platforms. But most of these people are searching for sort of more like friends, a family, a belonging, a purpose. They tend to be a little bit lost and these groups just prey on that weakness. There's not really like a logical place for this story to begin. So I'm just going to go from really the most recent, which is why it all came to light. And that is with the TikTok stars, the Wilkins sisters. So, Melanie and Miranda Wilkin are sisters from Michigan in the early 20s who've been dancing together since they were little girls. Obviously, in reality, it's so hard to make a career out of dancing, but they both moved to LA to pursue that dream as soon as they could and the TikTok platform gave them a chance to actually make a career out of it. They had a joint Wilkin sisters account that they posted on with all the dancers on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube and they were doing so well with it until Seven M's and the Shakina Church. So the older videos together are the usual TikTok standard choreographed dancers, little bit sexy, fashionable, tiny little outfits, and loads of full family content, including the parents, until the twenty fourth of February, twenty twenty one, which was when the last video was posted to their Dream page. Then the content just stopped until February of this year. In between that time, Miranda, the younger sister, has chopped off all her hair. It used to be long and brown, now it's a short blonde bob. She joined a new management company, 7M. She started her own account and she stopped living and posting with Melanie. Then the biggest shock revealed was a new name, Miranda Derrick, a newly married woman, which her parents and sister had No idea about. So obviously that's a bit awkward. And as I said, there was a 12-month hiatus on the account. But then in February this year, Melanie and her parents posted a one-hour statement video on the account, pleading with Miranda for contact. They claim that she's joined a religious cult that's posing as a management firm, 7M, and they've completely been cut out of her life. Drama, let me say. So, obviously, you can't go around making those sorts of accusations willy nilly. But that being said, there is a lot of evidence and hearsay to back up the claims. Despite the fact that Miranda has openly claimed she's not in a cult and she's chose to cut off her family due to the fact that her husband is a black man and they apparently don't like that. But not that it makes a difference, Melanie's boyfriend is also a black man and you don't seem to have an issue with that, so take from that what you will. So backing it up to 7M Films, that company is affiliated with this super exclusive church called the Shekinah Church that started in LA in 1994. It's an invite-only kind of vibe, and initially it was Melissa who introduced Miranda to the church, but she got kicked out after she missed one service. To go and meet her friends at the airport, so yeah, straight away suspicious that the that controlling about where you should be, and first of all, can I just say this all blows me mind? You know, you can't just go around making your own church. I know, essentially, that is what all religion is, but at least the mainstream ones believe in something that's historical and travelled generations for centuries. I grew up Catholic and I'm not really practising at all, but you can't just go around saying like, oh. This is a religion now. Come on, everyone joining, can ya? Or can ya? I don't know. So obviously, who was at the helm of this firm? A serial entrepreneur, rich man, obviously, called Robert Shin. Coincidentally, it's always the rich man. And I'm not even giving him the airtime, but this man has seized his opportunity since 1994 to control and coerce predominantly very talented people of colour from poorer backgrounds mainly from the south central LA area and a lot of these people are crump dancers now I've watched a load of the videos and they're amazing and with Shin and his family run operation and their money these people who might otherwise not have the means to pursue the dreams that they've got can be offered with his help, but. It seems like that comes at a big price and that's being controlled in a cult. Just like all the other cults before them. But Shin does this through his social media management company 7M Films. But get on this, all of his previously cool sexy dance acts that are now signed to him dance and dress so much more modestly and talk a lot more about religion on their platforms since being a part of the group. Like, literally go down my rabbit hole and compare the videos. It's creepy and it sounds culty to me. Anyway, the world shit and no one was going to do anything about it when these kids from South Central got cut away from their families. But when pretty white Miranda gets involved, obviously the whole thing blew up. So, after the statement from Melissa and the parents went viral, there's been a response of denial from Miranda and a new husband who is also a member of 7M and Shekina, and various other people involved have also been speaking out about their experiences with 7M, so it's not a pretty storm, people are saying that it is a cult, people are saying it's not a cult, the ones saying it's not a cult are in the cult, so I don't know if you really want to take them at their words, but yeah, it's messed up. So these dancers all live in an influencer mansion, which also, by the way, Sorry to all those who were in them, but I also find that culty and weird, but I don't know. One previous cult member, Lydia Chung, sued Shin and the church in 2009, claiming that he brainwashed her and siphoned $4 million out of her. The judge in this case ruled in Shin's favour, but because she'd handed over the funds willingly as donations, not because she weren't coerced, the judge actually did say in the judgement, that Miss Chung was clearly coerced, but there's no law against coercion. So I'm not going to lie, before this wild goose chase, I've been on researching, I haven't really heard of any of these people, but the odd influencers, influencing millions of young people in different ways every single day. And if this is a cult, that's scary because, like I said at the top, we're all like thinking that we're really strong-willed and We'd never fall for anything like this. But social media and the 24-hour news cycle has put us all in a position today to hear everyone's opinions all of the time. And they are also algorithm to be similar to your taste based on what you've watched previously. So it doesn't take long to have your outlooks changed or someone talk and talk and talk a false narrative into you. Be safe out there, guys, and keep watching this drama unfold. The host and I are sure as people eventually defect, more of this story will come out and I am ready with the popcorn to watch it unfold. So obviously to conclude, the hosts think that this is a cult get the fuck out on their scale. And on my scale, I think this show deserves a five for absolutely go and binge now. Like right now, go on because, like I said at the top, this has become one of my favourites, and it's something different to anything I've actually listened to before, it's interactive with the audience, and it's lighthearted most of the time, I love it, you go girls. Thanks so much for listening to episode 20 of the Tuesday Night Podcast Club, please remember to rate, subscribe, review, and follow wherever you listen, and I'll see you next week, please don't join the course in the meantime. Bye